when you're too cheap to go to the library. The look inside this book club. I'm Becky Selengut. And I'm Matthew Amster Burton. I can hear you fine. Okay, um, cool. You don't you don't have your usual uh, angelic halo though, <laughs> which which is good actually. Like it makes it it makes more sense this way because you don't really seem like the halo type. Oh, well, thank you for not saying you don't seem like the angelic type. <laughs> no, no, just just like in terms of like a like a hat style. Oh, okay, okay. Um, hey, I do have some news for you. Oh yeah. And for the listeners, so okay. um, my my good friend Jen, uh, who has listened to the podcast a couple times, um, uh, sent me an email invite to a new game that she and her friends have come up with. Uh, it, it's a smash game between Look Inside This Book Club and Balderdash. <gasps> and, I love this. And oh. so. I already see where this is going. So I think, I'm, and I'm so excited. So we did it via Zoom, and I, I would like to spread the love to our listeners because this is a really great quarantine-type activity with your friends. And so here's how it works. Um, uh, you pick a trashy novel online. I know it's, uh, it's a horrible idea, but anyway, you go find a trashy novel. One person uh, each round is the judge, and that judge will read... Um, the blurb of the book, and then the participants will privately chat to the judge what they think the first line of the book is. Oh, nice. Oh, I thought it was going to be like a plot summary. First line is no, better. First line of the book. And so, and then uh, the judge will then read the, uh, read the entrance first line and also the real line. And people uh, will vote for which one they think is the real line. But of course, hilarity ensues because people can't help themselves. Oh, yeah. Uh, and oh, I love this. Sometimes people end up um, voting for their what they think is the real line, and then a vote for funniest or a vote for cleverest or most clever or etc. And so, so, like, my invite to this must have gotten like spam filtered or something. <laughs> well, we should do we we should do it here on, on this podcast. Um, but uh, so we should have been to, like Balderdash with two people sucks. So do, <laughs> no, with, I mean, with, people with, have asked if Heather would come back on as a guest. Oh, yeah, definitely. We just need to get some uh, more. Uh, recording equipment here yeah for sure but yes Heather will be coming <laughs> oh, was back. that was that a hint that I should have some more recording equipment sent to your house um I think because I gave it to you the, the microphones that's Maybe? true yeah yeah um so um yes Heather's just upstairs and she she is um was very pleased that she had a fan or two that requested her back. Yes. I think it was a, a fan. So Yeah, no, no, who wouldn't? Heather Heather is our best and only guest. <laughs> that is not true. <laughs> That's not true. We should get Lindsey Grimm back on. And we had another guest, too, your friend um, who you did a podcast with. Lauren. Uh, Lauren. Lauren yeah. was on. Yeah. Um, okay, great. Yeah, we, we should we should uh, we should get in touch with those people or we should like do it Seattle style and say we're going to get in touch with those people. And then <laughs> um so anyway, uh, thank you, Jen Kern. And uh, Erica was also helpful in uh, the Balderdash uh, book connection. And so they ended up calling the game, which might not stick. Look inside this Balder novel, novel dash. Nice. I like it. <laughs> it's a little, it's a little um, clunky. All right. Should we read a book? Let's uh, read a book. Or reread a book? <laughs> yeah. So the listeners won't, won't appreciate this, but we already recorded this podcast last week and for technical technical difficulties happened we won't name names and we're re-recording bob it was bob's fault it, bob it's in, always uh, fucking in bob accounting yeah bob's your uncle 
Yeah. All right. I'm, I'm getting really sick of our accounting department for two reasons. <laughs> they fuck up our audio and we don't actually make any money. And so and so I blame the accounting department. It's always safe to, to blame the accounting department for. No, that's for not true. Things. We love we love our patrons and our accounting department. Uh, Bob, have you ever used Bob's your uncle? Like, seriously? No, of course not. But you know I it, mean, though, yeah? Oh, I know it. But but uh, I mean, first of all, you have to be English and you have to be <laughs> like over 75 years old, I think. <laughs> I wonder how that one came. It's probably a Cockney phrase, I suppose. But uh, it means like, there you there you go. There you have it. Who's, but... the, who's that one uh, like... British character actor that everyone loves who uh he's in uh, Moulin Rouge he was in the Bridget he pr- plays Bridget Jones's dad mm, that's gonna drive me nuts that that guy can say Bob's your uncle the the guy that everyone is screaming into their headphones right now uh <laughs> Jim Broadbent can say uh, can say Bob's your uncle and get away with it not and, us and literally no one else that's right it's only only Jim Broadbent Jim now you're gonna say the name like eight times to prove you knew it all along yeah, I knew it all along. Or I mean, maybe Judy Dench could say it. It seems a little like pub common for her. Yeah, you're right. I mean, I mean, what do I know? Well, like, um, have you seen? Have you seen like the the most uh, recent couple of uh, Fast and Furious movies where oh, Helen God, Mirren? Really? Do you know me at all? <laughs> well, I know you're not a Halo person. <laughs> uh, no, I have not. <laughs> Uh, Helen Nor Mirren, have I seen the first, the second, or the seventh. Uh, Helen Mirren plays like a like a gangster mom of a gangster, like a god godfather only godmother type of mm-hmm. character, and uh, she could definitely say Bob's your uncle. All right, well, this, but she'd also been... like throw throw in like the c word and stuff. Oh, the c word, <laughs> like crumpet. <laughs> like yeah, like crumpet. Uh, okay, well, let's get into a book again. So we're reading. Again, and I'll stop saying that because it's super <laughs> annoying. Uh, taken by the Alien Warriors, and mm. um, we we we, reco- what if? we recorded a magical episode. It was really funny, and it's getting funnier the more it's lost to time and technical difficulty. In my my mind, what if uh, this is the moment we realize that we're actually in purgatory, and like this time it doesn't come out either, and we have to do it again, and then just every week, are the the podcast morphs into every week we read Taken by the Alien Warrior <laughs> and just have to talk about it again. Yet, we're th- yet we think we're in the good place, to reference that show that I love. So we think we're in heaven, but we're really reading the same book over and over and over again. Yeah, no, I don't think we would think we were in heaven, except wait a minute, they, this would explain the, the halo. Of that show. <laughs> The whole premise of the show is they believed they were in heaven, even though they were in hell. I've seen, I've, yeah, I've seen the show. But if they, if the people on the show had to read, I guess, I guess no, the they point did is horrible like there's there. all kinds of bullshit going on. It's so true. Okay, <laughs> okay let's get into it. Uh, Ellie, unlike most people, I always believed in aliens. Don't get me wrong. I never thought they were part of a giant conspiracy hidden by all the governments on Earth. But I always thought it was supremely arrogant for us humans to believe we were alone in the universe that our planet just so happened to be the only one capable of supporting intelligent life. Do you Please. believe in aliens? Um, I believe that there, we don't know what mm-hmm. all could be out there, but I don't believe it looks like human in human being form. No, I believe that uh, on, like, on the backside of Mars, there are really <laughs> hot aliens who all they want to do is, is come to Earth and fuck us. Why did I not realize this was a setup? <laughs> I, I didn't realize it was a setup until I started talking. Uh, oh, boy. I, I mean, like, you know, 
I want to. I want to believe in something good, I wanna, right? I want to. And like you know, I don't. I don't believe in God, so I'm gonna believe in hot, eight fuckable aliens instead. I'm gonna Seems... believe. I don't believe. I don't. God, that was. I think I might have changed how I how I state whether I believe in God or not. Uh, I don't don't believe in God, and I don't believe in God. I don't know. How to you say sound. That. <laughs> you sound uh, thoroughly like confused. Class, classic agnostic. <laughs> like a classic agnostic. Like yeah, like me. Like you know, we can't prove it's not true. That's that's right. I feel right. Unco- I, but I feel definitely uncomfortable saying there is no God. Right, and I feel equally uncomfortable saying that there are no hot aliens on the backside of Mars. Why would you stop saying the backside of Mars so as if Mars say. is a human being or an with alien a, with a hot ass? Mars, cap- Mars is the the fattest ass in the universe. Okay, okay, this is going too far. Quarantine is starting to melt your brain. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, you know, like, you, you know, know, you know um, the one beautiful thing about technology and this time that we are living in is that I can mute you and keep reading the book. Oh, wait, can I? I don't can think I you can. You? I mean, you could take off your headphones. Well, that's like like a virtual fuck you mute. Oh, and, and just like turning on the mute isn't? No, that's true. But like, <laughs> like you're still recording your own voice, even if I'm not oh, hearing oh, it. I and see. I was oh, trying to want, say like... You want me off the internet. Yeah, I can understand that. Yeah. Speaking of muting, so right now at my work, uh, we're venturing into online culinary education classes. Okay, that makes and sense. We're, they're having me take, they're having all of us take classes at other schools and be the like moles so we can learn about what we should be doing right now. Oh, along. I love this. Yeah. So I've been starting to take a lot of these classes. And the one thing that I started realizing is that in actual cooking classes, there's always that student, perhaps sometimes two students, correct? Who are like asking the really obnoxious questions or talking for the sake of hearing the sound of their voice or proving what they know or a bunch of other things. And sometimes as you're teaching, you're, you're, you're cooking, you're doing all these different things at the same time. Sometimes it's just not the right time to take those questions or answer those questions. In culinary education, the mute is such a beautiful... Elegant. Oh, that's so great. Elegant thing. Oh, I see what you mean. Because like otherwise, I... I'm gonna be like like over here. Like when I was in Tuscany, they put I... fennel pollen on this dish. What do no, you think of that? No, you're you're muted. You are muted. And uh-huh. this is such a, a an elegant gift to a culinary instructor, or truly to any instructor. That I don't know if I can ever go back. Yeah, to like the classroom I was, where people can um, just open their mouth and be heard. I was I, I caught some snapper <laughs> off the edge of my yacht yesterday. Could I substitute that into this dish? It, it, no, I didn't hear it. I, I actually didn't hear what you just That's asked. That's beautiful. I yeah, didn't hear it. You're right. I, I was talking and I was teaching and you were just, your mouth was like, like a snapper opening and closing, but no one could hear the words. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's I'm, all I'm, I would see. Yes. Okay, and then the other beautiful thing, and I'm sorry, I, yeah. I know that there's a book here, is oh, that there's like we're going to have a moderator, like someone on our staff who's there in their own Brady Bunch Square, reading the questions that are coming up, and it's their job to interrupt the teacher when <sighs> they know a good time is. Unlike again in real life, when you're like pulling the souffle out of the oven. P.S. I've never done that. Pull You've a never souffle pulled a souffle out of an oven. Never done. Oh, that. I've made a souffle. Great. No one cares. And pulling. <laughs> Tell me all about how you were in uh, Nice, France, and uh-huh. pulled your souffle out of the oven at this time. 
and and then they can be asked the question at the perfect time when when you're ready to take that question. And it's it's just a beautiful thing. So I'm I haven't even taught one fucking class, and I'm never teaching a class in person again. Plus, as like it's great for me as a student also because I don't have to pretend I'm paying attention. That is absolutely true, mm-hmm. except for the embarrassing go around and show me what you've been working on. Oh. So I mean, what do you do? Just just like all of a sudden, your audio, your your video fails, and you click off. Okay, I know I'm talking a lot, but I have one more anecdote. Can I just <laughs> tell you this anecdote, and then we'll really Great. truly listen to the book? So excited! Is I'm learning so much about technology and, and Zoom and etiquette and all this shit that I just have not had to do in my life. And it was one of our uh, colleagues' fifth anniversary at work, and so the owner uh, of my school sent out a, a text and said, next staff meeting, everybody write her name. Guess whose name it is? You should know by now. That's right, my friend Laura, who's mentioned on this show a billion times. Okay. <laughs> anyway, write her name in bubble letters, you know, whatever. We're all at the same time going to hold up a sign. It's going to say, <gasps> happy anniversary, Laura. So I, I put it in my calendar for the next staff meeting. We had one oh. the, We had one in a few days. Oh, my like, God. When I hear the next, I just don't think of the one in the current week. Sure. So everybody so, did it but you. At the same time, there's like 20 people holding up their signs. Happy anniversary, Laura, Laura, bubble letters, like big, bright. And I just, it's it was a nightmare. It was like literally a nightmare. Oh, that's amazing. Like, so so I, I grabbed a piece of paper and I scribbled Laura in like, uh-huh. like it was horror. And you can't see it. You hold it up and you can't see it. And it's clearly been ripped out of a notepad at a like horrible angle. And it was, and then one of our uh, colleagues had said, we're going to record this and take a photo so we can share it with her. Like I knew she was going to share it with Oh Laura. no. So it's been a more your your it's failure mortifying. has been immortalized forever. Forever. And so and now just, like every time every time you text Laura, is it just like three bubbles <laughs> and then they just disappear and you don't hear anything? <laughs> and uh I had to go into work yesterday and tell her and she's just like, Oh my god, I can't wait to see it because all you see is my head popping in and out of screen as I'm like freaking <laughs> out with everybody like proudly holding their sign. It's and you're it's like, horrible. Dear God, why can't I be taken by the alien warrior exactly. right this second? Okay. Good segue back to the book, huh? Okay, back to the book. Earth to crazy pants, a voice (laughs) sounds, and I ignore it. I'm so glad I came back to that line. Continuing to rock back and forth. I was as surprised as anyone when the Arkov made it clear that they were now in charge. The Arkov. Is that that the alien race? Yes. That (laughs) that lives you know where? Yeah, you know somebody was driving by like an arcade and was like, Mm, yeah. Ar- Arkov. Arkov. <clears throat> that seems right. It was an arcade with ne- neon and the DE was gone. So they just were like, <laughs> let's, just, let's just add a V at the end of that. <laughs> <laughs> but I shrugged my shoulders, did my compulsory blood test, and almost fainted. Oh, God. With, yeah, that's weird. And almost fainted with relief when I wasn't a genetic match and therefore not an Arkov mate. Oh, so, oh, wait, so this really is, I, I mean, I, I'm genuinely surprised because I don't remember anything from when we read the book last week. Um, so, so I guess, I guess this really is about uh, hot aliens from the backside of Mars coming to Earth, but they don't want to fuck everyone, just people who pass the test. I recognize that Tim hasn't yet put that on a list, so you can say it as much as you want, but just out of courtesy to your friend and podcast co-host, you get one more, buddy. Okay, thanks. 
I'll make it. I'll make it count. I promise. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for for this opportunity. I won't waste it. Yeah, her lights are on, but no one's home. I ignore that too. My rocking, picking up speed. I never thought I'd won the genetic lottery until that point. I've been the last kid picked in gym. I'd never been particularly fast on my feet. And as much as I can appreciate the Arkov's incredible bodies and lethal-looking <laughs> horns, mm -hmm. there's no way uh -oh. I'll ever be strong enough to deal with a male like that. So she wait, we, you showed me the cover of this book, and the the guy's face is half cut off, so you can't see the horns, I guess, because the yeah, the cover designer was too lazy to Photoshop horns, or figured like no one no one would be turned on by, by the horns. horns. I don't know. Someone would. Somebody would. Yeah. I mean, I mean, if you think that horns are very phallic, and and there's two. Yeah, they they, they certainly one. project a kind of yeah. There's there yeah, like it's like being fucked by a tripod. It's it's just like that. Wait, what's the third leg? The uh, nose? The penis. Oh, oh, I see. <laughs> wow. I'm, I'm trying to visualize this. Like <laughs> The nose. I, mean, I, guess, I guess the aliens in, can be very our, flexible. Maybe the nose in our, in our particular uh, cultural group. <laughs> <laughs> but not really what most people would think of. Fair. Okay, let's see. Uh, where was I? She's totally checked out. The first voice sounds irritated. We need that didn't sound irritated at all. Uh, she's I, totally you know, they really checked should, out. They should give the 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 like reading cues before the actual dialogue. Yeah. You know, I mean, because even when you read it in your head, don't you think that it should be written that way? That is a good point. Because you you is get it, the feel. Yeah, is it a good sure. point? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, have you had this problem with not reading aloud? I don't feel like I have. True. As much as I want to yes add you on this, this, <laughs> this hasn't been like a big concern for me in the past. But I want to, I have to go back and read it over in my head. Now, did you read that article that was, that came out about a month ago where people like, not art, I doubt article is a strong word, by the way, but <laughs> where people were saying some people don't actually hear a voice in their head when they read. They don't oh, hear their own yes. voice. Oh, yes. I did. I did read that and it was so... I, I I buried it because I couldn't I couldn't even deal. I think I need to smoke some some weed and try it, that article again. Yeah, that makes sense. So what? But do you hear your own voice in your head? Yeah, when, when all the time. <laughs> My own voice, general. other voices. <laughs> sometimes your voice <laughs> telling me not to say things. Uh, yeah, I mean that's just such a cool thing. But what was the alternative though? No, nothing. They don't hear anything, or they just see bit pictures i think was it was they just visualize things what if the book doesn't have pictures well no you create pictures <laughs> in your <laughs> okay <laughs> you were joking that's humor okay yes no i know i can make pictures in my head because i was trying to get a, a picture of, of like fucking a tripod alien Stop in my it. head you are in rare form you, today you and said by, rare, it. by rare form i mean like it's not rare enough <laughs> You you are the one who introduced the concept of a tripod alien. Oh, you're right. You know, you're right. I need to mm -hmm. take responsibility for this. That's right. I apologize profusely. I'm very very sorry. I will never do this again. And I feel like what page I feel like John Lithgow. I feel like John Lithgow in a uh, fish in called which? Wanda when he was being oh, hung, yeah. hung upside down, and he was doing his apology. Does anyone remember that line? That uh, I, that moment. Uh, Vaguely, I thought you were going to say you feel like John Lithgow in Footloose, uh, telling everyone to stop dancing, uh, <laughs> <laughs> because you're always telling me to stop doing fun things. Oh my God, you were so giggle butt today, such a giggle butt. Okay, we got to we got to keep going because we want to get to our game. 
Okay. Okay. Okay, I'm going to read you this line because now I know she's irritated. She's totally checked out. The first voice sounds irritated. We need to work together if we have a shot of getting out of here. I'm a kindergarten teacher. Plus, I have a boyfriend. Kind of. He's a friend, anyway. After a few weeks ago, it looked like he would kiss me. Then he blushed and turned away, mumbling something I couldn't hear. So wait, she is literally being abducted by aliens and is imprisoned on their spaceship, yep. and this is what she's thinking yep. about? Yep, in her own voice, probably. She hears her own voice tell, I guess, telling like her... I guess, if you this can is... check out enough to access, like, worrying about, like, whether Dave is going to text me back or not, good for you. I mean, she's got two different options in her brain she can hear her own voice saying plus i have a boyfriend and i'm a kindergarten teacher or she can see like a visual of herself walking into the kindergarten classroom and then like hearts and flowers and her boyfriend popping up either wait i I have another question that you're not going to be able to answer if she didn't pass the genetic test why is she on the spaceship i can't answer that okay thanks you're welcome He's a friend anyway, and a few weeks ago it looked like he would kiss me. Then he blushed and turned away, mumbling something I couldn't hear. Tim's kind and interesting, plus he's dedicated to his job, just like me. Sure, he's kind of geeky, but so am I. The ship Sure, sh- he's, he's back on Earth or on a different spaceship, and there's no <laughs> chance in literally in the universe that we'll ever see each other again. But I'm still going to worry about this. <laughs> I mean, but you don't know. I mean, maybe maybe alien abduction is like a Thursday activity in this universe. That's possible, yeah. You know, they, they get returned at the end of the weekend. Life goes on. Hey, today's Thursday as we're recording this. What time do the abductions usually start? I'm sorry. Becky has been abducted and she cannot finish the show. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and she is very relieved. <laughs> Uh, I, I don't. I Back just... on Earth, there was this guy. He wouldn't stop saying these terrible things, even though I told him to, to cut it out. He said Mars was the fattest ass in the universe. Like um, this abduction is is really like a relief. Matthew, comparison. Matthew, this is Heather from upstairs, and I just saw <laughs> Becky running down the street, <laughs> jumping and like in glee, like she's gone. So I'm going to finish out the podcast. Is that cool? That's cool. All right. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Uh, Just in case anyone's really freaked out that uh, Becky was uh, abducted by aliens, I'm back! That that was humor. Wow. Not very very good humor, but here we go. Yeah, no, I I think a lot of people were really worried. I know, they were super worried. Remember good humor ice cream? Well, yeah, I do. Like, there was a good humor truck? Yeah. Um, Well, I mean, it it does feel like like every time we read a book... um, we, we are sort of like taken into the world of the book. That's the magic of books, I, I always have said. Yeah, just you. So, <laughs> so when, we, when we read Taken by the Alien Warrior, in a sense, we really are taken by the Alien we, Warrior. We really are. Just um, like when we read, um, what's another book we've read? Can I come up with one other title of a lit book? book? Um, uh, wrong. Hung, hung Like a Hero. When we, when we read Hung Like a Hero, it's, it's like we were each hung like, like our own hero. It was like we were the the hero of our I, own story. And I we am were hung. throwing out a cane and pulling you off stage with this next comment. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> Which, did you just make up the the book title "Hung Like a Hero"? Yes, I like did. Off the top of your head, because yes, I did. That was great. Okay, thank you. Uh, <laughs> I, I like that. It took you a little bit to get that. That was not a real book title. <laughs> um, so good humor ice cream trucks used to come around in the eighties. Yeah. Um, 
And I think what like, would well before that too. I'm sure. What would the bad humor truck be selling? I mean, I think that would just be like an ice cream truck driver who molests you. Ooh, why did you have to go there? You always, you never let me go there with the kids thing. You how I, dare? How be- dare you? Because I have a double standard. How dare? Very dare you. Um, I think the bad humor trucks sell all the like freezer burned pops that the good humor oh, that person would be... puts in the dumpster. A bad ice cream is so upsetting. It's so upsetting. It's like like every once in a while, like this this only happens maybe like a few times in your life, you get pizza that is so bad you actually don't want to eat it. Like this has happened to me like maybe three times. I don't think I've ever had that experience. Oh yeah, and and like that, what happened to it? Oh, like I, freezer burned. I think is probably yeah. the, the worst offense. Yeah. Well, I never f- freeze my pizza after. Oh, you mean but, like but a, already had frozen, frozen pizza. pizza? Like like you go oh. like like someplace where they're not really cooking stuff from scratch, like a you know a carnival or something. I go to a lot of carnivals. Okay. And, <laughs> and, you know, like they have some like shitty pizza that's been sitting yeah. in a not very good freezer. And like, you know, it's, it's all the texture is weird. It has like rancid oil going on in there. Why are we talking about this is what the bad humor truck would sell. Fucked uh, up pizza. Heather and I have a game we often play about uh, would you eat it? I'm, like what would I you eat out of your, your games? <laughs> I think it's actually sick games that you play at your house. It actually came from a Lipic game that she was on and we've continued to play it, which is basically what would you feel comfortable eating out of your pocket unwrapped? Right. I remember so, this. So we we continue to play that and I, I think I would eat like unwrapped pizza pocket. Uh, like a, like a, pocket a hot pizza. pocket that was in your pocket? Yes, yeah, that is in is that your what, own pocket. Exactly. That is an interesting question. So for, for sure when I, you said I think there, I would too. For sure when you said that there were three pizzas that you've turned down, like I can't even, like the, the freezer burn scenario I get, but I can't imagine unless someone like, like urinated on my pizza. Uh, because you remember that classic story, classic because it's one of the my only like top three favorite stories I tell about the, the road croissant that I ate. Do you remember that story when I dropped it? So. I dropped tell it again. Double. I don't want to. I don't want to read this book. So tell me again. I dropped a double baked almond croissant that oh, I waited in line Nouveau. for at a bakery, and it was basically like one of three left. And I waited in the line while people continued to order this. It was like a f- famous uh, offering from this bakery. And as I was late for work, because I had to wait in line, and then I uh, start to run across the crowded street, and. Um, uh, I, I'm stupid because I run out basically uh, just in time in front of the, the traffic and the croissant, <laughs> double big croissant, uh, comes out of the little flimsy white plastic sleeve that they put Thanks it in. Thanks for specifying that it was the double baked croissant. <laughs> um, and I keep running and I realize, oh my God, that I just lost this croissant. I've been, I'm now late for work and I have, oh was waiting God. in line for And then I look back across the street there's people at the bus stop there staring at me and they see the whole thing happen. Me almost get hit by the car. They see that the croissant slide out and they also see me looking at it and noticing that the car didn't drive over it. Oh. And they also notice me look at them to see if anyone is going to see me then go and fetch it and go put it back and eat it. Like, And you did, right? All of this goes through my head. No, because I am like, I am hyper aware of other people's judgments so i waited they were at a bus stop i waited till the bus picked up these three judgy onlookers (laughs) 
<laughs> while continuing to be later and later for work, w- watching cars maybe run over my croissant or maybe not. No one did. And then when they got put on the bus, these people, and take it away, I went back into the street, grabbed my croissant, <laughs> brushed they it got off. Put on the bus and take it away sounds like <laughs> it, like they've been like picked up and are take, being taken like, like an to an asylum, ship. right? Like with my um, alien ship. I, yeah, no, I've never had quite that level of, uh, like, should I pick up this dropped food? But, like, I, I many times I remember having the experience of, like, I buy a bag of peanut M&Ms, and I'm walking up the hill toward home with the peanut M&Ms, like, eating them as I go, and, like, I drop, like, two M&Ms. And okay. I and the thought that immediately goes into my head was, oh, I wanted to eat all the M and M's, even though there's like a bunch more in the bag. And of course, I don't want to litter. So then, Aww. then like I pick these M and M's up, and I don't want to eat them, but I want to like carry them until I get to the trash can. So in one hand, I have M and M's I do want to eat, and in the other hand, I have M and M's I don't want to eat. And then of course, I end up eating the drop. Okay, ones. yeah, because like yeah. once they're in your hand, right? Like, of course, they're now hand safe. So, um, so we're pretty much out of time. Oh, wait, we got to do our book. I mean, our game. <laughs> okay, let's do the game. Okay, so fast forward to some point in the, the look inside where this uh, line comes in. She shivers in her thin t-shirt and I finger my flannel. <laughs> Please describe other ridiculously sexual sounding alliterative verb noun pairings for clothing items. Example, she, uh, she shivers in her thin t-shirt and I mount my muffler. I do remember from last game you were very confused about what that actually looked like. So no, I and now you... I remember. I don't explain it again. <laughs> okay, I, I just realized something. I think um, you had asked, like, are there any bits from our failed recording that you want to make sure that we get to? And I said there was that bit about how um, the ocean should be made out of Coke Slurpee. Yeah, that was a previous book. That was I, not that this makes book. so much so, more sense. Right. So, so that that uh, that was preserved, and you probably already heard that. <laughs> kind of like so, a Coke Ocean, it's Coke Slurpee Ocean is preserved. Right. Okay. She shivers in her thin T-shirt, and I caress my cashmere. That's a cl- like classic. Way to it's, go it's for a like modern classic. Yeah, classic cashmere. She shivers in her thin T-shirt, and I suckle my sweatshirt. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> She okay. This one has to be done in like in a in a Cockney accent, like Adele, or it doesn't, it, or it isn't alliterative. But I don't really remember how to do the Cockney accent, even though we took an accent class. Yeah. She she shivers in a thin t shirt, and I slip my thumbs into my fanny pack. That's good. Thumbs. Mm-hmm. I like a good thumb. Do you like a good thumbing? I love. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> if you think about it, a horn a horn is like the thumb of the forehead. It, that's exactly how Don't, I always think about it. Uh, and I hear your voice in my head thinking about that. Right. Like when you see a triceratops and you're like, check out those three big thumbs. Except that we say thumbs. Except those three big thumbs. <laughs> she shivers in her thin t-shirt and I blow on my boxers. <laughs> but why? It's like she, you can't quite reach, but you want to kind of visualize and fantasize you could get there. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. who's to say I can't? Uh is that why you're taking all this yoga? Exactly. <laughs> she sh- yeah, I, st- I finished the 30 days of yoga, and then like I'm like, I'm going to take a few days off. And then I was like, I feel like I should be doing yoga. Like, I, I actually oh. want to do yoga. Really like, now? 
yeah like i i don't i don't like it but that does that feeling did that feeling translate into you actually now doing more yoga well then i said okay i i had ordered this yoga this is not an interesting story at all i'd ordered a yoga mat on like day two of 30 days of yoga and it hasn't arrived yet and then i got a, a, a message from amazon saying yeah that's probably not going to arrive and Ever? so i was i was telling myself yeah i was telling myself oh, i'm gonna wait till my yoga mat arrives and then i'll do more yoga but since that's not happening i guess i'll probably start some more yoga tomorrow some some what yoga some more yoga. More yoga. Okay. I like I like that app. More yoga. <laughs> yep. Um, she shivers in her thin t-shirt and I tug on a tube sock. Yeah, that that is that is um <sighs> risky business porn right there. Risky business porn. <laughs> yeah, you know. It's risk- just like a porn version of the movie Risky Business. Well, you know, he slides into the room with his tube sock on. Does he? Mm-hmm. I haven't seen the movie. Doesn't he? Yeah, he's. You haven't seen Risky Business. Isn't, isn't he just like wearing tidy whities I'm pretty sure that he's sliding in his socks. Wait, does he have a sock? Let's clarify. Does he have a sock on his dick or on his foot? Um, on his dick. Because like I've seen, I've seen like the Red Hot Chili Peppers with socks on their dicks, but I think Risky Business is something else. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm. I'm uh, sending you the YouTube video right now. Of the scene from Risky Business? Yes, that's right. Great. I will I will watch it after the episode or everything will crash. Or never again. Um, all oh, right. Wait, so, wait, uh, I have one yeah. more to say. Oh, oh, sorry, 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 sorry. She shivers in her thin t-shirt and I rim my Wranglers. Ew. Ew. What? Like, tug on my tube sock? It doesn't... That's well, okay, but... No, yours... Okay, listeners, which which is which is more upsetting? A tug on my tube sock or rim my Wranglers? Let's put up let's put up a poll. Let's make a survey monkey. And well, send it email it to all our listeners. Wait, can you do that on Facebook? I don't know. I think you can do a poll on Facebook. Okay. Becky, I'm gonna I'm gonna see if I can do that right now. Okay, great. And I'm going to find out. <laughs> this is this is our most interactive episode yet. And if you'd like to interact with us further, become a patron. Go to patreon.com slash LITBC, where for $2 a month, you get some bonus episodes, at least two a year. And for $5 a month, I've like I've like slid into like a skeezy like, like salesman voice. I was, I was going to interrupt, but I got fascinated by just And for $5 listening. a month, uh, you get those bonus episodes. Plus, plus a t-shirt I am wearing right now. And oh, Matthew so great. you can see, yep. uh, I'm wearing my Moist Mountaineers t-shirt. It is this t-shirt that nine out of 10 people want to sleep in. And nine out of 10 people want to sleep with you in it. Yes. And if, you, if you've ever seen nine people sleeping, all sharing the same t-shirt while sleeping, it's highly erotic. Highly. Uh, we just got a new um, patron. We will be putting the names of uh, that person as well as all the other people up until 30 into a hat and then sending them a care package. So uh, you've got, what, eight more spots? Sending one of them a care package. If you, yeah, if you yeah, become yeah. a patron, you'll be entered into a drawing for a care package. Yeah. Eight more chances, though. Is that correct? Can I say that? Um, yeah, I think so. Uh, you can also find us at uh, facebook.com slash TBC, which this week stands for Look Inside This... Uh, I mean, we already did this one before, but we don't remember it. Um, <laughs> look inside this boxer conundrum. Should I should look inside this blown, blown? cloth? What? Well, you blow. You said oh, blow on my boxers, blown. and, I was and that blown. makes it blown cloth. I was thinking blown glass, and I was like, wait, what? <laughs> That's look it. inside That's this, Let's go this blown that. this blown glass. Let's look. Someone... This, this... 
blown bit. Oh, it's not a BB. Okay. <laughs> anyway, if you go to that Facebook page, whatever it is, uh, you can uh, possibly take a poll about which thing is more upsetting. Okay, I'm going to go do that right now. We'll see you next time. Wait a minute. Um, did I, I? I don't think I ever did my third, like my, my last, what was the thing I was allowed to say one more time? Uh, you think I'm going to answer that for you? The thing I don't uh, want to hear was, you say? I was say? trying to see if I could get you, get you to say it. No oh, way. Wait, no, no, I did, I did say it anyway. We're did good. you? Um, well, I said, I said, like, uh, I said, I said, I said, <laughs> <laughs> I said, I said, what's it that was, from? <laughs> it was about how, like, there are eight, I don't know. It's a line from a movie. Uh, there are aliens on the backside of Mars who want to fuck us. There we oh, go. God. Oh, it's from, um, it's from, uh, a cartoon. What Hawthorne cartoon? Leghorn. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I say, I say, I say. All right, my right. references are from the 80s. I am so sorry, everybody. My, uh, my Becky, brain. I hate to break this to you. I believe Foghorn Leghorn is probably from the 40s. Well, whatever. We we watched it in the 80s. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but you know what I'm trying to say. I, I, I know I what say, you're trying say, to say. say. All right. See you next time. See you next time. His or her or their name will be thrown into it. That's real awkward. Let's try that again. <laughs>